0: What's up, guys? How's it going? Ryan and Pixel here back once again with another episode of No Content Podcast. Um, I'm pissed because I have to be up at 6.15 a.m. I have to be at a meeting tomorrow in person at 6.15 a.m., which means I have to be up by like, what, like 5 o'clock or something like that?
1: Yeah, that sounds about right.
0: Yeah. So that, you know, so screw those people. They don't know who they don't watch this podcast. I don't think so. I, I go to the meeting tomorrow. They're like, yo, we saw your podcast. No, they don't watch this. So we're fine. Right. Um, yeah, but yes, heck those people, dude, honestly, so dumb. Like, I was like, I was like, oh, I can just set my alarm for like five was Like, wait, what time's the meeting? 6.15. Like, wait, that's not enough time. I need to like, no And then like, it's gonna like, take me 30 minutes to get down there. It's like, no, I have to wake up at 5 a.m. Good thing I was responsible today and took a nap at three o'clock in the afternoon. So I'm not wide awake right now because that would have been a disastrous thing for me to do. Uh, um, cool. So, yeah, I'm totally screwed. Uh, I'm probably going to overdose on melatonin tonight. So we'll see if I wake up tomorrow for this meeting. But anyway, welcome back, guys. No content, no content podcast, episode 164. We're finally back to being a weekly podcast, by the way. Um, We'll see if that happens next week, because I don't know if that's going to happen next week. But uh, yeah, we don't got a lot going on this podcast, so we'll dive into it. Hopefully it'll be like maybe a shorter one because I need to get to bed early, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, before we start anything, as always, remember to rate this podcast five stars. Do all that good stuff. Go check out the music, uh, kubo-music.com. Uh, link in the description below. Kind of cool update, though, for everyone. Yeah. Um, randomly came home today, in the official Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash twitch, donated $1,000 to the music stream. So I thought that was really cool. Totally, like, unexpected. They said, keep up the great work donating for the kids. So if you guys don't know, and we've done this for, I want to say the last two to three months, but... um. People have been asking me, like, is there a way I can, like, donate money to, like, help um, pay for the servers or, like, show my support for the music? And to be honest, I've always hated donations via Twitch or whatever because I don't want to deal with, like, chargeback. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, if someone's like, oh, I charged back, like, $10, it's, like, really, like, two, it's, like, $10, $1 donations or something. It's just complicated. I've never liked it. I never had it on my old, like, personal stream or whatever. So I just hate dealing with them. So Twitch built in this feature a couple of months ago um where you can actively donate to a charity of uh your choosing. Um it's pretty cool. So uh so far with Twitch's donation we've raised 1300 bucks or whatever. It's basically just going on like 24/7. Um yeah. so that's kind of cool. Before that we've just had like people throwing like a couple dollars here, a couple dollars there. All the money goes directly to charity by the way. Um I don't take any of it. I don't even see any of the money which is good for me or whatever um cheering bits subscribing gifting subs does not go towards it by the way mm. but if you do donate through the page or whatever you do get a tax write-off so that's kind of cool so if anyone wants tax mm. tax write-off uh this for the last few months we've been donating to uh, children's research hospitals uh, and i partnered with one kind of near me so all the money is going to kind of kind of go to them
1: that's awesome so
0: that's been cool so if you guys want to support the stream like so if you guys want to donate there's like a giant charity button on the music stream that you can check out or whatever, and uh, you can donate to that directly. Um, if you still want to, like, support me, myself, and uh, the music or the server, it's kind of a little weird, the, the UI for this. Basically, there's a giant donate to charity button. And when you click on donate to charity, a tab will pop up, and you can either donate to charity in other amounts or in increments of 1, 5, 15, 25, or 50 and then there's another tab that says support Kubo music. And from there you can like subscribe to me or uh gift subs or whatever. I'm not saying you have to, but I'm just saying if you want to support charity, go support the charity. Uh, you know, I don't really care too much about the Twitch stream. It's just there for advertising for the music music and the uh, website anyway. But if you do want to support, go ahead and uh, gift subs or, you know, just throw your prime there or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, I thought that was pretty dope. Good job, Twitch.
1: Yeah, that's really awesome of them. Thanks, Twitch.
0: Yeah. Um also screw you Twitch because <laughs> I've been oh denied partner all the time. So there's the other thing. Okay, you think you can buy my love? You can't buy my love. <laughs> yeah, buy all right. Love. Yeah, Good. thank you for donating i appreciate you twitch at the same time we got some things to talk about okay you can't just abuse me and then make a donation to you know Mm -hmm. whatever to kind of cover up your stuff so let's talk twitch i'm gonna laugh so hard because apparently a couple other streams have gotten these donations as well i'm gonna laugh so hard if this isn't the next like you know twitch patch notes thing or something like that where like they like show me show my stream getting donated to i'm gonna be so pissed (laughs) but oh man but seriously, thanks Twitch. Shouts out to you. I don't know what we're gonna. So the UI for this is really, really weird. By the way, um, I don't know what we're actually gonna do. Um, but basically, we hit the goal because the goal was like 500 bucks. Obviously, we we beat that goal. And now basically, what happens is I have my fundraisers. I increase the goal to 1500. It said once you increase the goal, you cannot decrease the goal lower than what you have raised. So I raised it to 1500. If I hit stop, it still says oh. We started this, you, uh, this fundraiser is currently paused and stopped. And then I can add more fundraisers, I guess, but I can never get rid of that fundraiser. So it's really, really weird. So say I were to stop St. Jude's, go do another fundraiser or charity thing, and then bring it back to St. Jude's. It would still be like you've raised 1300 out of 1500 bucks. It's really weird. Mm. Like, I can't just like start over from $0 again. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's odd. Yeah
0: yeah but uh shouts out to twitch or whatever shouts out to you guys uh twenty four seven music stream it's it under the charity tag too as well so if you guys do search charity most likely you'll find my stream i think that's probably how they found it to be honest but uh yeah shouts out shouts out to them anyway um let's move on uh how is your what's uh, as always start off how's your weekend pixel <laughs> anything exciting any any adventures to be held this past weekend
1: Dude, not really i mean mostly just like worked on some stuff i uh, played some dungeons and dragons and that was really about it played a little bit of cyberpunk yeah um and that was my weekend Mm -hmm. so what about yours
0: i mean absolutely nothing because we're going to go crazy this next weekend um all right so so,
1: that um that festival out in um wherever it was san bernardino yeah yeah that's where it was
0: yeah so we're going to escape um which is like pretty dope um i i you know i'm throwing this out to everyone you guys will not find me i'm guaranteed this but one if you're a mutual listening to this podcast right now i posted this on twitter instagram hit me up through the dms i would love to hang out with you or say hi or just high five you or something like that and then as always if you do find me for some reason i will buy you a beer in a beer there's like 35 dollars, so that's a good value there's no shot anyone finds me at this festival we're in vip also so screw you plebs but um (laughs) You but those um,
1: bladders that have like alcohol in it, just like, yeah, drink out of that.
0: But uh, apparently the festival is from 2 p.m. to 2 2 a.m. So I'm going to be dying pixel. Um, Also, I'm wearing a goaded outfit. Follow me on social media. I sent it to pixel. What did you think of the, the, the fit that I'm going to wear?
1: Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I mean, it, like you know, you're definitely going to stand out. Maybe do you I, know, a few more ears and tails?
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you think that I should match the bottom white joggers with the same matching tank top?
1: You want to look Instead, like you have, like, a romper?
0: Yeah, basically, but tank top style. That's two separate pieces. Or do you think <laughs> I should just rock the Pikachu on top?
1: Uh, you know, I you like, I, I like I think the Pikachu. Way. I, yeah, I, I think, like I think Pikachu,
0: both are yeah. good, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, because, like, I'm thinking, you know, it's probably going to be hot. Tank top probably will uh, be a good choice. Right. Uh, Pikachu, yeah, stand out. Okay, okay. So, um, but, yeah, so
0: apparently... I thought I didn't realize this with the festival, but uh, obviously it's on Halloween weekend. So that's why we're going. Uh, it's also gonna be really cold. So I might bring a jacket, but um, there's VIP, but there's also a whole and I don't think I'm going to go through any of them. I might go with my friends or whatever and just punch everyone I see or whatever. But um, there's actually going to be um, a, like uh, like not uh, like a scare area, like kind of like not scary farm or whatever. Mm-hmm. that like you can wait through uh as well as like uh like fire breathers and like a freak i guess it's like a freak show attraction that's what they said on the thing don't cancel me anyone on the internet but like a freak show attraction and stuff like that so it's not just going to be music but there's actually going to be like stuff you can do there hmm. um like like what is haunted mazes or those haunted things you walk through
1: those um corn mazes I, I can't remember
0: the name no no no, they're not like corn mazes but it's like you know it's like one of them is called the butcher shop or something you like walk oh. through and people like scare you or whatever I hate yeah. those things by the way by the way when I walk through those things I am just looking down the whole time and not looking at anyone and Why just trying to get down? through them. I hate getting scared oh <laughs> I got went through one of those as a little kid when I was like seven with my dad and literally thought I was dying and they had to like stop the whole thing to get me out of there because it was that bad Wow. And I've been traumatized ever since. I hate, I... hate those type of things, like the not scary farm or like any of that type of stuff. And then as I got older, my re- my reaction is just a throw a punch. <laughs> like instead of just like, you know, it's like fight or flight. Right. So instead of like balling up, I just like shove people.
1: You know, it's, it's kind of funny because I have the opposite reaction to these things. I, I love going through these because they're like really fun, except for when they're, like, screaming in your face and, like, yeah. shoving those little uh, chainsaws in your face. Dude, but that's kind of dumb, but, but yeah. the best part about it is if you go through these with a date, because the last time I did that, like, it was, like, she was clutching my arm and just, like, hanging on to me the entire time. I were going through yeah. every single one that of them. That would be and, like, me but
0: clutching onto the girl's arm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, oh, I mean that no. is
0: that is that is pretty cool, um, I guess. But uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be a lit festival. It looks super good. We got VIP because we ball we balling like that, you know what I mean? But uh, you know, what's you know, what's included in VIP? We get free water refill station, easy clap, expedited food, expedited entry, signature cocktails, dedicated viewing areas, complimentary beauty bar. So apparently there's people that's gonna do like face painting and stuff. You get free face painting. And free Wi-Fi, baby, only for VIP so we can actually coordinate. That's actually probably pretty useful, to be honest.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, because you know that every cell network is going to be slammed while you're there. Exactly. And likely, the Wi-Fi may also be slammed. So uh, but yeah, it'll be better. It'll be better. Yeah. Than cell.
0: Also, air conditioned bathrooms. Always a must. Let's go. And then, you know, who's going to be there, Pixel? Like, who, you know, who are the people that we're going to see there? Right um Mm -hmm. martin garrix um diplo um eric perez who made that call on me song if you know that song um tiesto marshmallow whoa yeah some guy named dj anime some guy named black tiger sex party i don't know who those people are i just thought their names were funny i just wrote them down (laughs) nice So, uh, yeah, super dope event, and it's on Halloween, so we know the costumes are going to be lit. We know that the dudes are going to come out in full force. We know the girls are going to come out in full force. Um, My friend, unfortunately, it was uh, at last minute, they changed their policy. You cannot dress up as any type of medical professional or cop or anything. So you can't do, like, cop, firefighter, like, medical professional, because I guess, like, there was issues at previous ones where people thought they were like security and they weren't and needed help with something you know what i mean yeah so can't do that anymore so my friend had to scrap his costume which looked amazing he was lieutenant dangle
1: lieutenant from from
0: reno from reno 911 (laughs) the the new boot goofing guy
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah and he has he has the reptile boots like the white boots oh my god like it was such a lit costume and i'm so sad he won't be able to do it but um but yeah I heard some content creators are going as always, so it should be a good time. Um, we're gonna be dying though. It's two a.m. to two p.m. I'm gonna be freezing my butt off if I haven't Man. drank a lot of alcohol. Yeah, so, hopefully you
1: don't have a uh, six a.m. meeting the next day. It's on Saturday. We're fine. Sunday, I'm sleeping in. Okay, good, good. I, I mean, I don't know. Like your 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 business partners might be, uh, you know, crazy like that.
0: Yeah, it's true. I told them to f off and not not do to, to do anything or whatever. So. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, that's what I'm doing for Halloween. The day of uh, Halloween is on a Monday, and there might be an event I go to in L.A. for a party as well. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. Are you planning to do anything this Halloween
1: weekend? Um, Oh, jeez, I don't think so. Hmm. Cause I Nothing. Can't... Not even trick-or-treat. Yeah.
0: I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, right, going around the, the
1: block. Yeah. Um, dude, I actually heard, like, some neighborhoods in LA have been passing out these flyers, like just from like neighborhood HOA things, like saying you must participate in Halloween. Oh
0: God, kill me. (laughs) And I'm
1: like, are you kidding? This is exactly what does that mean? Like you have, like you have to hand out candy. Yeah, basically. So like someone, some HOA president on, you know, gets on their soapbox and it goes beyond what their, you know, um, their responsibilities include. And they start telling residents, like you must do this. And I'm like, that's such an abuse of power. That's Dude, like, just so dumb. The du- Okay, so
0: here's the thing with like trigger treating because I don't like it's weird nowadays, right? Like I, this is maybe maybe we're just getting old or maybe it's just like the times have changed or whatever. I feel like so in my neighborhood, we get like a pretty decent amount of kids, but uh-huh. at the same time, like I would I would guess like 50 to 60 percent of my neighbors won't be home because they're obviously out at other neighborhoods with like their grandkids, their nieces and nephews, or they go to a different neighborhood to trick or treat from their kids. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like with these HOA things, like when they're saying like you have to participate, what if you're just not going to be home? <laughs> yeah,
1: you know what I mean? So
0: like is everyone just going to leave a bucket of candy out and then, you know, what's yeah, going to happen. Right? Bucket going to get swiped.
1: Absolutely. The entire you thing know? too, not just the candy, but like the, the, the bowl and the, the chair that it sits on
0: yeah exactly like um i don't know like and then there's gonna be always there's always these videos every year on youtube dude it's like from some local news station in like kentucky or denver that we don't care about where it's like look at this security footage from this ring camera where this mom comes up and takes all the candy (laughs) you know what i mean like every year that happens i feel like where there's like some news report where it's like you know the kids or the parents like take all the candy you know what i mean
1: yeah it's it's I don't know, like it really depends on the neighborhood. You really cannot go trick or treating in certain neighborhoods like mine. Oh, um, uh,
0: because it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're like it gated,
1: it's gated. Plus, it's like a lot of apartments and like you can't really just walk up to a lot of places. So, yeah, it's like, I mean,
0: are there kids in your apartment building?
1: There are there is like a okay. couple or like maybe two or three families here with kids. Yeah. So like I've never seen them trick or treat like in the entire time that I've lived here. Um. So I don't think it's a thing. They may they may go to like certain neighborhoods to do it. Yeah, I think that's a thing where you drive your kids to a nicer neighborhood. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. That's like the thing. That's yeah. Oh, for sure, dude. That's definitely the thing. That's what we did all the time.
1: Yeah, it's like so like here you might be driving over to like, I don't know, like Beverly Hills or something like that and trick or treating over there.
0: Yeah, and they're just Um, giving you like Gucci wallets because they're like it's last seasons or something, so they don't care. (laughs)
1: I mean that's a thing too. <laughs> like you ever go like dumpster diving in Beverly yep. Hills? Oh yeah, it's nice. Oh man, people are throwing out all sorts of good stuff.
0: Yeah. I mean, have you ever gone to the Melrose Swa- S- Flea Market though? That place
1: is a ripoff. Yeah, it, it totally is. Like, um, you get better luck at the um the Goodwill uh, near there. There's yeah, like, for I, sure. Like, Goodwill near there that usually has better stuff, but like they they get picked up pretty quick, from what I understand.
0: Yeah. I don't need more stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be super lit. It'll be super fun. We'll see what happens. I know I'm going to be dragged into some haunted house. I'm just going to look down the whole time uh-huh. or just punch everyone in the face and get kicked out or just have an anxiety attack. So I'll let you guys know how that goes next week. Uh, I'm super excited, though. Um, we're going with a big big uh, a- not a big i'll say this we're going with a group of people that i think i vibe with a lot the thing i don't like sometimes about going to these type of like you know raves or concerts and i haven't been to a rave specifically in about 10 years Mm -hmm. i think it's so important if you've never been to one pixel have you been to one i have not okay you need to go at least once in your life anyway the the (laughs) most important thing about going to these type of uh ven uh raves or concerts because it or festivals you've been to a festival though
1: um, like a music festival, like, yes, or a specific kind,
0: no, like a music festival specifically, like um, not like a concert where there's like assigned seating and you like sit in a, a chair type of thing. Like, you've gone to like a festival where it's like outdoors, you walk around, there's like multiple stages, or now. no,
1: I don't think I have. I've always okay. been to like a, like a concert and stuff, okay? Like that.
0: So, this, yeah, so I like. You know, uh, because I got a question about this on my Instagram a few days ago or whatever from someone who's never been to like a festival and they're going to escape for like the first time. So I said I would talk to talk about podcast, but I guess I'll also talk to you about it since you got to listen to me rant anyway. But um. It's super important. Like, it's so different from a concert because with a concert, it's like you are sitting in an assigned seat. And so you are just sitting with your friends. There's only so much you guys can do. It's like, I need to go to the bathroom. I need to get food. I need to listen to the music. If your friend wants to sit next to you and vibe, you can vibe. But with the festival... It, you know, it's 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 like TwitchCon. You know what I mean? Like you show up with a group of people, and then some people might want to go to a meet and greet, or some people might want to go to do this, or some people go this, and they split. They split apart. Now think of that, but with two hundred thousand people on one day, right? <laughs> so yeah. you can't really split up. And so one of the things with like going to like a rave is like. A lot of my friends that I used to go to raves with would be like really into dancing or really into like listening to music or really into like pushing to the front of the stage. I don't want to do any of that. I'm too old for that crap. So I'm content with just like sitting there, nodding around, maybe jumping around a little bit, vibing and stuff like that. And I think the most important thing about going to like a rave or a festival is the group of people that you go with because Mm -hmm. it can really make or break how your experience is because i've been to some raves where like my friends just like want to push to the front and i like begrudgingly go with them because if i don't i'm going to lose them right like there's no shot i'm going to find them and this was 10 years ago too when like smartphones like really sucked or whatever you know what i mean and people mm-hmm. didn't really have like smartphones at the time so it's like you know you lose people a lot of the times like i remember going to raves with people where like they wanted to like push to the front i didn't so i would just be by myself like wandering around meeting new people which is fine but it does suck going with people and doing that. So I'm, I'm very thankful that the group of people I'm going with are, like, very chill. Like, they're not mm-hmm. the type of people who want to push to the front. Like, yeah, they might want to get close, but they're not going to, like, get super close. And they're also sure. the type of people where they're not going to abandon. We're not going to abandon each other. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things, like, if they want to go to, like, a haunted thing, I'll go with them. I'll go with them. But if I don't want to go in the haunted thing with them, like, I know for a fact some people will be like, hey, I just won't go. Like, I won't go to uh go on this one, I'll just chill out here with Kubo and chill. Or like I'll just go get drinks with Kubo instead. You know mm. what I mean? Like it's one of those things where like I know for a fact like the group of people I'm going with aren't like crazy ravers or like crazy type of people where they're just gonna like ditch me or just kind of like leave me to to be. You know what I mean? So I think that's yeah. super cool. Um yeah, and yeah. so I say like to anyone listening if it's your first time going to a like make sure you know people who like kind of vibe with you and kind of like have the same like mindset with you because I'm the type of person that goes to a rave and I'm totally content like sitting in the back on the grass, just kind of like vibing out and like listening to music. I don't need to be like jumping around and dancing for 12 hours.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think like, I think for um, people our age, it's just it's finding people that you really vibe with and you know you're going to have fun with because like there are a lot of times where you'll go to places um, like if you're younger or whatever and it's not really your thing. You just want to hang out with people. Right. And it's just sometimes it's just not gonna work out you know like maybe they like something more than you and then like everybody has to go off and do their own thing and you know that's that's really not any fun for most people so it's it's it is really important not just at festivals just to like find people that you really vibe with and you know you're gonna have fun with like no matter what you do
0: yeah exactly so i'm super excited to uh to go that's my that's also my um you know, that's my uh, suggestion to all of you guys as well if you are going or whatever is like just, you know, try to find like a good group of people. If you can find me and you're not a weirdo, then you can hang out with me, I guess. I don't really care. Uh, Just don't be weird. And I'm only you're, you. The beer redeem ticket is only one person. Uh, One person. So but come find me. If you're the first person, good job. If not, then no. And also to all my friends, this is not to you. If you are a mutual me, screw you. You're buying me a drink. Uh because i'm not buying you guys any any drinks actually i gotta buy like two friends drinks because they're gonna be driving easy clap
1: <laughs> easy clap LA. yeah
0: because i'm forget that i'm not gonna drive again i've been driving my friends to la like once a month for the last three months like i deserve to be german to san bernardino and back right
1: absolutely
0: <laughs> but uh but yeah man um well halloween i hope that you do something man i hope you get out or do something or go explore the town or whatever uh like this this next weekend or this coming weekend or whatever i don't know go to dinner with some friends or something go do something there's a block party uh there's two block parties happening in little tokyo oh is there yeah they're like gonna close off the streets of little tokyo and then like you're you know like not required but it's like like so i don't know if you know but in japan halloween's like lit like it's a huge thing in japan yeah like jake and bake streams there every year i'll send you some videos later but it's like crazy and he's actually going there tomorrow so my plan is sunday watch the jake and bake stream because it's gonna be a day ahead right but Mm -hmm. they'll like party for halloween like starting at like like 4 p.m on whatever and then go until the next morning and then by the next morning they're already cleaning up stuff and putting up christmas decorations it's really funny that's crazy um, But it's like all of Shibuya, just like all the streets get closed off. You can't you're not allowed to park anywhere. Trains run until like, I don't know, the trains run like 24 hours or something crazy like that. And it's just like this huge party. But apparently Little Tokyo is doing the same thing.
1: Wow, that's pretty awesome. I didn't know that. I knew Christmas was a big deal and they have some interesting Christmas like traditions. But I didn't know about Halloween.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it looks pretty lit. I would suggest maybe I don't know. Go go do something. You know what I mean?
1: yeah i mean i know that i'm gonna be um doing like a little movie night with some friends but okay outside of that i mean that's that's probably it probably just yeah. watching like a, like a slasher movie or something like that Oh,
0: that's fun that's fun all right well yeah i hope i hope it goes well but um yeah, let's uh, let's get into the next topic of discussion. This is this was more of a topic for you. I think I followed mm-hmm. this like a little bit because I'm voice critical, but I haven't really been following this. And you probably have more insight onto this than I do, to be honest. But uh, but yeah, I guess there was some controversy in the voice acting
1: uh, community. So what what's this all about? Oh yeah, like so. I don't know if you guys have heard. I mean, this has been in the news for a very long time right now. So um, this started off um, a couple weeks ago, I believe, and uh, it was all because of a uh, tweet that Helena Taylor put out. Uh, she was the original voice of Bayonetta, and she had tweeted out this video saying that um, she was being paid ridiculously small amounts of money to be voice, voicing Bayonetta in the sequel, uh, Bayonetta 3. Um, and, you know, of course there was outrage. She was being offered like what she said, $4,000 or something like that. And she was claiming, you know, this is a $450 million, uh, video game franchise. And, you know, obviously people were upset because if this was true, then she was underpaid. Mm. Um, and she garnered a lot of like public support. Uh, if you if you actually read the uh, game director's Twitter, he's absolutely unhinged, and you should actually just read it just because it's completely insane. Um, the what he, what he tweets out. Um, but like, in short, he kind of just like blasts Helena Taylor. You know, he'll um go off in these really random tangents. I, I think he's kind of just in general kind of unhinged. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. she made all these claims saying that you know they didn't pay. Enough, and they, um, and she had to like quit because of it, or she had to deny it because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and after about a week or so, um, a lot of reports started coming in, like, um, being reported by like Jason uh, Schreier. Um, he's uh, a pretty prominent uh, video game reporter, and he got reports saying that no, she was being offered more than four thousand, it was actually four thousand dollars per session. Oh, that's that. Yeah, that's
0: <laughs> yeah. Not it's like you forgot. Yeah, it's like you, you kind of missed the multiplier there, buddy, because yeah. if there's like six sessions, that's like 20K. That's pretty good. You but,
1: know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it's not six, it's not $4,000 total for the entire thing. It's like spread over like five sessions. So like, first of all, you're you're talking about like 20K versus like 4K, which, you know, it's it's a sizable amount of money I I didn't want to say anything because I didn't know how much uh, voice actresses or voice actors were paid. Right. Normally. Like so I I learned that this is like a pretty decent guild rate. You know, they're they're part of a, a guild, a union and they have published rates based on how much time they put in. Mm-hmm. Um so it's like there there's minimums and stuff like that. They met the minimums. She was being paid fairly, actually a little bit over what she should have nor- normally gotten. But it was misrepresenting like the the um, success of the franchise. If this is nowhere near worth four hundred and fifty million dollars, this this mm. video game is very niche. It's... Yeah, I was
0: going to say that number sounded pretty high to me. I've never played a Bayonetta game ever, and I just know mm-hmm. her from Super Smash Brothers, which was so broken and OP that I just I hate her the yeah, character I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just want to
1: you know yeah and like it's something something really smelled weird when I first um read the article like one because I didn't know how much they were paid but two um when she turned down um the sequel they hired Jennifer Hale to replace mm. her and and for those who don't know Jennifer Hale is a very very prominent voice actress she has voiced famous okay. like in so many games like, gotcha can um, you
0: name some just because um, I don't know any mass
1: effect. She played the uh, female shepherd. Got it. Um, never played that game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she's been in like random things for the past, like 20 years. So she is a very established actress. She's not cheap. Mm. And for, you know, uh, Helena Taylor to claim that, you know, the, the careers were being cheap and then to go off and hire and more. And then like higher.
0: Yes. Yeah, hire higher, higher, like a, yeah, like a
1: golden egg or whatever. Yeah it doesn't make any sense at all. So I was like, this is a little weird, but I'm going to like, I need more information here. Um, So it came out like that from all these reports saying that, yeah, she was being offered between like, you know, uh, 16 and $20,000 like total um, for like four to five sessions about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then she actually, Helena Taylor actually went on, on Twitter again and said, yeah you're right it it was like you know 16 or 20k or so but that doesn't change the fact and that she was being um um, lowball because of how popular the franchise is
0: yeah dude I'm like we're looking at her Twitter right now she just tweeted out like 20 hours ago and she's like Mm -hmm. doubling down on everything yeah yeah also also, side note about this, I'm not trying to flame her or anything, but it's so funny, the headshot, like, her profile pic, and then the video, because it looks like a completely different person. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. I'm not I'm not trying to throw shade or anything like that. I was just like, is this a real account? Because this is not who I thought it was, because the picture doesn't look correct. Because I've seen the videos of her, like, you know, on Twitter complaining, and then the profile picture, I thought it was, like, a bot account. Anyway, sorry. <laughs>
1: yeah like headshots are like a whole whole different animal yeah. But uh yeah so like she went and tweeted all this this is like a huge like bombshell and stuff like that she's completely destroyed her chances of ever finding work in this industry again and on top of that she mm-hmm. has made it harder for other voice actors to actually ask for a raise
0: yeah no that is that is 100% true i
1: i totally agree with you uh on that that's oh yeah, so like there, there's a lot of things in in voice acting um, mm-hmm. that kind of prevents you from getting like residuals. I don't think it's actually negotiated into a contract. Mm-hmm. So like if something does does become massively successful, you don't really get any of the profits from that. You just get right. paid that day rate. Right, and right, that's it. Right, um,
0: you're basically signing over,
1: I guess, like your, your rights, rights or something, or your your commercial rights in a, in, for, in a sense, yeah. yeah. Um, so like this has been this is just blown up in her face she has played this so unprofessionally Mm. and it has been such a massive scandal um people were boycotting bayonetta 3 right um, like before all of this stuff came out and i was like this is like this is crazy there's so much public like um upheaval over this and then to like do a 180 and then this happens it's like holy crap this is insane. Right. I, I actually haven't seen anybody retract um their statements about boy- uh, boycotting bayonetta 3 and saying oh well you know i'm gonna play it again because helena taylor lied
0: yeah um yeah it's pretty crazy i will also say that i talked to this about i talked about this to like a few other people. They had no idea this was going on. So I feel um, like even if people are like boycotting this per se. It, it's one of those things where it's probably going to be such a small minority. Like not trying to downplay like anything here. Or like voice actors or anything like that. But like the general population is still going to buy the game. <laughs> I feel like. You know what I, what I mean? Yeah. Like most people don't care. They're just like oh Bandai 3. Dope. I'm just going to buy the game. Like you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I, so her original video on uh, Twitter. Mm -hmm. um talking about was all this got 10.2 million views so crazy there's a there's a large amount of normies that are watching this not just like the bayonetta fans for sure
0: for sure it's it's probably been picked up by like uh gaming outlets and stuff like that i would assume you know
1: oh yeah but i don't know if it will actually affect their bottom line to be honest i don't think so if anything this is probably going to raise their bottom line (laughs) they're just like
0: oh snaps like yeah i'm I'm interested to play this game what's the controversy
1: yeah yeah exactly i want to hear like uh jennifer
0: hale's take on this sure yeah that is that is crazy though so i I heard also that this source that said like no this isn't true showed proof too as well is that true wait say that again the source that was like like basically the people that like said like no this is actually how much he was going to get paid or whatever. I heard that they claimed that they
1: had proof. Is that true? Or yeah, according to Jason Schreier? Yeah. Like they provided wow. him uh, documents and, and things like that. He didn't disclose what it was. But right. um, I, I'm going to have to believe him on this one. They look when he says they look credible. Right. I mean, oof, man. And then she goes on Twitter
0: and then like doubles and doubles down on this. Also, she uses like 37 hashtags to get her point across.
1: <laughs> Nintendo American, Nintendo Europe. <laughs> Bay and Nutters,
0: Yeah. Like, oh, my goodness. Oh, man. So yeah. Yeah. For so someone... she's kind of just screwed herself, I guess, out of the whole like.
1: whole yeah. thing, Huh? Yeah. For someone who says that they want to put this all behind them, she doubles down, continues talking about it. it's a weird way to put this behind you. Um, but like she is not going to find work in this industry. She's going to have to go back to uh, theater, which she said, uh, she said she was doing. Um, mm-hmm. So I think um, voice acting, uh, she won't, she won't find any gigs in voice acting again.
0: <clears throat> I mean, wait, she wants, she was going to do, she wants to transition out of voice acting anyway. I. It, it sounds like it. It sounds like. Was this um, before or after she said she had her dumb take?
1: <laughs> I mean, she <clears throat> is it was after i think (laughs) okay got it (laughs) um i think this was like what she used to do before like she did bayonetta one and two i don't know if she's voiced anything else
0: Uh.
1: um but it was um i think she was really angry that she didn't get any of the um proceeds like her fair share as she calls it um yeah and um, she just wants to go back to doing theater, I guess. she was probably paid like a very modest rate for one and two. And she wanted more. Um, I think she was asking for um, six figures and Sheesh! uh including residuals. If um, the residuals were um, well negotiated, she could be and she could end up making millions. Um, for sure. So I mean, I would take lower initial pay to get residuals for sure. And that's, that's exactly what George Lucas did. Yep. That's how he uh, got Star Wars made. He was like, you know what? I don't, I don't want to pay for this, I, or I don't want to take um, a salary for this. But if you give me just residuals, I'm okay with that. And the studios are like, yeah, this dumb, this dumbass just wants residuals. Okay, fine. And you can yeah. yeah and it, now it's like the
0: no, one of the number one franchises, Easy Clap, baby.
1: Yeah, yeah. He got he retained ownership rights and everything of it too. And they were like, yeah, whatever, that's fine. No one's gonna watch this movie. And boom, two billion dollars later. Yeah, I mean, that was his share. But you know, uh, yeah. Disney Disney got many many more billions off of that
0: yeah After they bought he, it oh yeah for sure but still you know he's li- he's living comfortably also the star wars franchise sucks now so you know whatever <laughs> <laughs> to star be wars honest, star wars hater star wars biggest haters are their fans you know
1: <laughs> Dude, i mean to be honest were the prequels really that great
0: no they sucked
1: yeah, that's what I mean. That, because no, okay, no. Lucas.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on, hold on. The prequels I have more appreciation for after seven, eight, and nine came out. Okay, I will say that you like. Okay. I'm not even like. I I hate everyone's like stupid takes with seven, eight, and nine where they're like, oh, it's because like there's a woman lead and all this stuff. No, I don't give a crap wow. about that. I think it's just a bad bad series in general for the fact that like there's no hero's journey, right? It's just like here's Ray, she's like wandering around the desert for like whatever she's like an orphan that sucks all of a sudden she's like able to beat kylo ren who's freaking like trained with like luke trained with like freaking han solo like uh, like has this lineage about him and then like she's able to do crazy things that like no one else has been able to do just because she exists like it's so
1: stupid yeah it was yeah you're right because there wasn't a clear hero's journey there was like one moment where i remember it it felt like just like a like a horn going wah wah yeah, and, like it, it was like, wasn't there like a reveal about Ray that said she wasn't uh, special in any way? Something um, like that. Yeah, something like that. And I was like, well, what? Like, why? Why are we watching this movie if she's not special?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like, look at even Luke. Dude sucked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, first movie sucked. Couldn't even do anything, right? Like, freaking <laughs> Ben had to die. You know, Obi-Wan had to die to defend Darth Vader. Second movie, better. He's he's definitely better. Trains with Yoda, gets too emotional, leaves Yoda's training halfway through, so he's not at 100%, right? Gets uh-huh. wrecked by by his dad just like Yoda said he would, right? So loses that battle. Third battle still gets wrecked (laughs) by his dad, right? And it's only because of his dad's love and compassion that he's able to overthrow, like, Darth Vader. And then his real training really begins between Episode 6 and Episode 7, where he, like, finally, like, learns, like, what it means to be a Jedi. You know what I mean? So, like, Luke's character was actually very, in my opinion, very weak from, like, 4, 5, or 6, but he still, like, tried his best. And I think that's why, like, he's so relatable. Uh, and his hero journey wasn't yeah. like a perfect hero journey. It wasn't like, I started out level 1, now I'm level 100. You know what I mean? Ray's journey was just like, I'm already level 100 somehow, and now I'm like mm. level 2000, but I didn't do any training whatsoever, for except for one time where I chilled on an island with Luke for like 10 days chilling with birds that are cute to sell plushies. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all it was. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and just like the character of Luke, it was just so... I don't know, it just kind of flew in the face of everything. Like you said, he built up all of that training from 4, 5 and 6, skipped all of the, the amazing achievements that he did in between 6 and 7, and then he went to like this like depressed mess. Um right. And like it just it missed all of the stuff that made Luke um this legend. Yeah. And I don't know, it just I I feel like it really did him a disservice, the character. Like, he really deserved to be a little bit more of a uh, of a role model. He's supposed to be a Yoda character. You know? Yeah. And, like, he didn't have that cool stuff happen until, like, one scene, like, <laughs> near near the end of, what was it, like, the uh, eight? where he was, like, Yeah, yeah, Obi-Kan yeah. Ren. Like, that was epic. Yeah. But then he just, like, you know, you know, collapses because he exerted himself too much.
0: Yeah. It's so dumb, because, like, uh, yeah, it's so dumb. And then, like... I think the thing that pissed me off was, like, the powerful light and powerful dark thing that the Supreme Leader talked about or whatever. Where, like, Kylo Ren was, like, the powerful dark, but there has to be a powerful light to, like, ba- ba- like counterbalance. That. And apparently that was Rey, and it was just like, okay, whatever. You, you know, she doesn't have any training. And then don't even get me started on episode 9. That movie sucked. I hated it. Um, it, it just, it's just so stupid. <laughs> like, it just, it, it was so bad, like, and then Kylo Ren's character, what a whiff on that you know what i mean like guy was the guy was way more evil in the comics you know what i mean and in the yeah. books now he's just like a whiny teenager you know kind of
1: like luke back in <sighs> four five six but whatever i like i the weirdest thing was uh, i thought it was so gross the way they handled ray and kylo like they were supposed to be like this force couple or something like that but the entire time during the trilogy i thought that they were brother and sister I just thought they were, like, awkward cousins. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just, like, weird, yeah. I and was then like, like the, the family, they're talking about, like, like this lineage and stuff like that with yeah. the Emperor. I'm like, are you are you related? Are you, like, brother and sister, and you're supposed to, like, have babies?
0: Like Yeah, I, I don't know, yeah. it's And Kylo Ren's character is, like, so cool in the books, because basically he was, like super dark and evil and twisted, like, more so than his grandfather. Like, basically, they don't even show it in the freaking, like, movies. They they showed Darth Vader's helmet for, like, two seconds. But in, like, Mm -hmm. the books and the comics, he would basically find force sensitive people and then go out to them and then force them to fight one of his Knights of Ren. And if they killed the Knights of Ren, then he was able to like join the Knights of Ren, right? Cause he was better than that previous person. But if the other person killed him, they would take the body, torture him, torture said person, burn them alive, and then take those ashes and spread them over Darth Vader's helmet. And he would like pray to it basically, right? Like he was a sadistic person in the comic books right and then all we get in the movies is just like why can't i be like you grandfather <laughs> you know what i mean with like a helmet just sitting there with ash on it but they never explained that you know what i mean
1: yeah so it's just yeah. like the
0: super like weird thing i don't know and then okay i'll say this i hate that like we had so many cool side characters that just became like who cares like for example like whatever happened to poe you know what i mean like that guy was like so pivotal in the first movie and then afterwards like mm-hmm. who cares you know what i mean?
1: Yeah, he got his own spin-off, didn't he? Did he? I don't even know anymore. I, I thought he was like getting like um some sort of spin-off with like um um like a prequel to Poe and like how he became the be or something like that. Honestly. Yeah. I, I don't know. I have to like check again. <laughs> and
0: then like John Boyer's character totally fumbled too as well.
1: Yeah, I was like I, I was so like convinced that he was going to be like a Jedi or something like that. And just a jedi
0: awesome. or even just getting more of his backstory would have been cool like explaining like how stormtroopers are still stormtroopers to this day you know what i mean um yeah. and like explaining like how the clones aged out and stuff like that but it's just like yeah no
1: yeah yeah there's all these like different gaps like there was whole, that one cool uh stormtrooper uh phasma never got yeah. anything out of that yeah snoke just freaking dies out of nowhere <laughs> Anyway, okay, we, we're we're
0: losing the sauce right now because we're way off topic because we we're talking about bayonet and we got to this, but to be fair, like screw Star Wars, I hate it. But to answer your question, episodes one, two, and three are way better in comparison to once seven, eight, and nine came out. I went back and watched those like two months ago. They're actually pretty decent in comparison. Pretty at good, least there's yeah. con- at least there's conciseness and there's a slow descent of Anakin and him struggling with everything going around.
1: Okay, yeah. I mean, fair enough. I think, like, uh, yeah. That's like, I think,
0: I think, like, it's like this. I think, like, what they, what the prequels were trying to show is the opposite of what could have happened to Luke, right? Because Luke was put in a similar situ- situation, right? Like, mm-hmm. freaking uncle and aunt die. He's orphan. He doesn't know his parents. Uncle, like, uncle and aunt die at a very, like, at a very, uh, like, very like, an age even older than Anakin, actually, right? Like, at, like, 17, 18 or whatever, right? He has no one. He finds out he's, like, a Jedi or whatever, falls in with love with the girl, finds out it's his sister, right? Then, like, <laughs> find is, like, the whole time being tempted to the dark side, being told, like, not to do it, don't do it, don't do it. He's, like, trying to resist as, like, hard as possible, finds a mentor. It's, like, this Yoda dude. He's, like, dude, I actually have a father figure who understands where I'm coming from because my uncle never really understood me because he was trying to protect me and keep me safe and also there's debate if like his uncle even really like loved him loved him right because his uncle knew right mm-hmm. that he was Darth Vader's son so there's also right. in the books it's always like this weird relationship between his aunt and uncle where they're like we love you but we're scared you're gonna be like basically like the next Hitler right, <laughs> right <laughs> essentially right. right so then like he's like finally I found this Yoda dude Yoda dead right then he's like okay screw you I'm gonna go fight like this Darth Vader guy because he's evil he's done all this to my family spoiler It's his dad. That sucks. Like has to wrestle with that. And then on the opposite end with the prequels, like one, two and three, we see like what could have happened to Luke. If he just said F it, I'm going to the dark side fully. Right? Like I'm a little kid, same thing. Lose my mom or whatever. Find someone who's like, um, you know, a father, a father figure to me or whatever, but still like just going into that mad descent of like the dark side or whatever, and kind of like sacrificing all that stuff for, you know, a girl, (laughs) but also for like love and, and for other things that, you know, but it also, the prequels also show that the Jedi were flawed as well, right? That some of their ideology is not perfect as well, right? <laughs> and so, like, for example, like, I don't necessarily agree with the whole, like, you have to, like, commit fully to, say, like, you know, never being able to have kids or be married or anything like that, right? Like, there's, like, the the Sith side, there's bad there's bad stuff about it. And then also, we can't discredit the fact that on the Jedi side, the Jedi Order, there was things that were super strict and super bad as well that probably uh shouldn't have been there as well right and so right. that's why i appreciate about the prequels because once 789 came out all that stuff got thrown out the window and it sucks because <laughs> seven, eight, and nine, in my opinion made it too extreme to where it's like evil dark side is definitely dark side um jedi side definitely fully like 100% good side where there's an argument in the prequels where you can be like because like as a kid watching the prequels, like I felt empathy for Anakin. Right. I was like, wait, he, he loves this girl. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he doesn't have a family. Um, like he doesn't have like any family left. Like he just wants to love this girl. Why can't he be with this girl, have kids be married and stuff like that. And also like be a Jedi and, and be a force for good. And it's like, no, you can't do that. You have to choose one or the other. It's Like, that's not fair. Right. Why can't you just have both? Why can't there just be like a balance? But it was like two extremes. Right. And mm-hmm. then, 789, too extreme on, like, the whole, like, these are totally good guys. Everything they say is good. Bad guys, totally bad. Everything's bad. That's why I hate 789.
1: You know, sometimes I wonder if it's because the people that made these movies are not, like, huge Star Wars fans. Yeah. I I don't know if they are or not. But, like, it's something, something, like, tells me that they didn't really understand the lore enough to actually write it. Yeah, probably not. (laughs) <laughs> so it's like um it kind of reminds me of uh someone i think it was a witcher um or a writer um on the witcher game was mm. talking about how the writers for the netflix series are not fans of the books or like the, yeah. the source material mm. and it negatively affects like the the show and mm. what they're trying to create and I'm like, hmm, I kind of wonder if that's common. Like, we're like right. you get writers. You hire, you try to hire these people, but they're obviously not into the lore. They're not. Um, they they never really thought about it. Um, and they don't really have an invested interest in mm-hmm. in making something that's really really cool. and yeah. that fits within you know what's already established. Right. Um, and I think I I think that's uh, that's a common thing, especially in Hollywood. You know, you hire people based on their names or your like connections with them, rather than like who fits the job the best.
0: For sure, yeah, Um, yeah, man. I just, ugh, Uh, that series, it makes me sad. Um, But you know, I I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens with this Bayonetta stuff. Is crazy uh, to get back to that point. Like, yeah, she kind of screwed herself. I feel like. (laughs) Like, she really that's all did. I have to really, I, that's all I have to really say. Maybe she'll get a voice acting gig at Star Wars. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, oh, I was going to say best part about seven, eight, nine hands down is when Han Solo died because that scene was so good.
1: Well, it was
0: a good scene. Yes. Like, I will say that, but then like the rest of it just sucked. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there were like, you know, there's moments sprinkled in there that were pretty good. You know, like I, I mentioned earlier, what's the yeah. Luke, uh, fighting the ATATs? And, and yeah Kyle that was dope. Stuff. Like that that whole scene was like beautiful. Like it was shot beautifully. It was it was really cool. It was epic. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I can't remember much else. It just like tells me like, oh yeah. man, this this I don't know, it just feels like it gets lost. Yeah. It feels muddy and you know, it just doesn't really feel special.
0: I will say this and I will triple down on this take every single time. This is why I like TV shows more than movies. Because with the TV show, there's you can get into like much more detail and expand things where I feel like nowadays because we're so used to like the Netflix model. Right. So it's like we'll watch a TV show, but not feel like it's a TV show because we can basically just watch the whole thing in like one sitting if we really wanted to. Right. Or right. at least like on a weekly basis nowadays how they're doing it. But it's like there's so like so it's almost like TV shows are just like better, longer, extended versions of movies essentially nowadays, especially with like streaming services, whereas like. I think the problem is like seven, eight and nine probably would have been good if they were all made into a Netflix type of TV series or like they each were like two or three parts. Because like one of the other things was like I just felt like there was just not enough detail. You know what I mean? They felt like rushed and there was too many blank canvases. Yeah. Whereas like just- I really like Mandalorian. Right. But it's like two seasons. It's like six hours of content. Obi-Wan really good series. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's like those are TV shows. Like if Obi-Wan be- was a movie, I bet you would suck because there's just not enough detail to put in like a two-hour movie
1: no i i I totally agree with you because i think there's like this trend that's been happening in movies where they try to add more and more stuff Mm -hmm. in the movie and they Mm -hmm. forget that you only have two hours to show Mm -hmm. a story and you have to get in and get out you have to make your plot incredibly simple because you don't have a lot of time to build up something right so it it needs to be like really simple, something that people can latch onto to really quick, like oh, it's a revenge plot oh it's a it's a heist oh mm-hmm. it's a it's a comedy, then you know uh the groomsman lost the 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 wedding ring or something like that mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, um mm-hmm.
1: so it's like you gotta make it really, really simple for your audiences in order to have everything you know supporting that you know given given enough time to tell a story and I think people just get in over their heads. People just doing too much. Yeah.
0: yeah. I will say like the thing with like Marvel that they've done like really well and like you can tell to be honest like other like franchises are doing the same thing but like Marvel's been doing it like honestly like the, the longest or whatever is the whole like universe thing where like every movie and now even like the TV shows are, like, all interconnected with each other. You know what I mean? Mm. So the thing is, is, like, uh, like I don't feel the same way when I go to, like, a Marvel movie, per se. Because, like, I'll go watch, like, I don't know, like, uh, the, like, the last Avengers movie, for example. Like, Endgame. Like, I'll go watch Endgame or whatever. But because I've seen, like, the last, like, five or six Marvel movies or, or like, the two or three TV shows that came out between each Avenger movie, the Mm -hmm. end game just felt like, okay, this is just a longer extended edition of another episode, right? In the repertoire. So I don't mind if there's not a lot of detail in like end game, right? Because I have all this other stuff that I've been watching through that. And then like, I think that's really smart. You know what I mean? So like, even nowadays, like you see like Loki season two, she Hulk, um, they're all tying into like probably the next like Avengers thing or in the next like big Marvel movie or all the Marvel movies are kind of tying in together. That's really smart. Like, To do or whatever, because it makes it feel like even if there isn't a lot of detail in these Marvel movies, who cares, right? Because you have all this like backdrop stuff, and this is just like another extended movie. You see the same thing like probably happening with Star Wars, I would assume, where it's like Obi Wan is gonna tie is tying in with Mandalorian, and then these two TV shows are gonna probably tie into like whatever the next like Star Wars movie is, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah, that's becoming more of a trend, like the whole uh, extended universe type thing, where yeah, one leads into the other, and if you want to get the whole story, you gotta watch them all.
0: Yeah, and that's Um, great. I love that. I I think that's like a really good way because it makes me want to go see movies more. Because it's really hard for me to just go see like a one standoff movie nowadays. Unfortunately, just because like I feel there isn't a lot of detail. I'm more hyped about TV shows than I am like
1: movies nowadays. I think so too. No, I I I agree because like a lot of my favorite like things are actually TV shows. Like, despite the last season, I really really love Game of Thrones. Um, Like (laughs) the first few seasons of Walking Dead were fantastic.
0: Dude, I've been watching a recap channel on the last season of Walking Dead and I'm so confused, but I'm just watching that so I can know what the ending is. I, I did it actually
1: like finally end like a series ending.
0: No, 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 no. There's like six more episodes.
1: Oh, well, so so, but after those six, it's going to be. Done. Oh, it's right.
0: done. It's done. Done. Yeah.
1: OK, I, I should I should watch that because I it's have called, no idea.
0: It's called I'll, I'll link it to you. It's called Man of Recaps. OK. But, like, he does, like, he does, like, literally, like, I think he's done, like, all the seasons, but, like, he's literally done, like, like, he does them in, like, two to three minute videos or whatever. Like, he literally just posted, like, last night's episode or something, like, today. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I'm actually gonna watch, uh, Ring of Power, uh, season one recap. (laughs) It's, like, 15 minutes long, you know what I mean?
1: Dude, this is, like, this is what it's come to. Like, we can't watch these things anymore, and we've resorted to just watching recaps. I mean,
0: I'll be honest with you, um the what is it so the last uh the re- rings of power i thought kind of sucked it's my hot take
1: <laughs>
0: I, di- I did not enjoy it
1: i you know i've been hearing that a lot i've been hearing that it's kind of a flop
0: um also uh the new game of thrones season i'll, I'll oh, be honest yeah, house of dragons didn't really care for it Ooh. okay so this is my hot take okay so pixel's not involved in this one at all right I I never watched Game of Thrones, so I went and finally watched, like, I'm on, like, season three of Game of Thrones, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think there's, like, a coolness about it where it, like, it has a good balance of, like, nudity, (laughs) (laughs) bloodshed, and violence. But then also, like, there's characters in the show that kind of, like, break up the intensity and the pacing of it with, like, humor, right? Mm -hmm. I felt like this new Game of Thrones series is, like, all serious all the time yeah and I didn't really like that. Hmm. I didn't really like the intensity of it all, um, where it's just like all intense all the time, no matter what. like I like that I'm able to like that the original series has been able to like break things up, you know what I mean, in the pacing yeah. and stuff. That's just my opinion, you
1: know.-hmm: Yeah, I so think,
0: uh... I, I like Game of Thrones. I'm on season three, so we'll see what happens. because <laughs> <laughs> I heard that it gets really bad.:
1: Oh no. Wait, yeah. You, so you haven't seen all of Game of Thrones like the original seasons?
0: No, we talked about this when you were doing your spoiler alert thing for like the last season. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about because I have not seen any of them. Oh, I never, I never had HBO.
1: <laughs> I don't remember this. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, n- I don't have HBO, so I never saw it.
1: Oh, that's funny. OK.
0: And the only thing I know is, did you ever watch the South Park episode with Game of Thrones?
1: I uh, don't think so.
0: It's basically where they go to, like, George R. R. Martin's house to, like, try to find, like, um um what the next Game of Thrones season is going to be or something for some reason. This is, like, when, I guess, like, season four was out or something. So it was a while ago. But every time, like, George R. R. Martin would come out, it would just start playing the Game of Thrones soundtrack, like, the the main, like, I guess, title card. (laughs) But then all that you would hear is, like, wiener, 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 (laughs) big wiener, big wiener. Like, that's all it was the whole time. That was, (laughs) like, only context to Game of Thrones was, like, oh, I guess there's a lot of wieners in this show. (laughs) Like, literally, that was it.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah, like, it's, like, every time he, like, came in, it was like that. It was, like, have you ever seen a show where they made fun of Inception?
1: I don't think so.
0: Um, the Inception episode is like they're basically every time like they start talking about Inception. Some guy just kind of like comes in with the mic and just goes like and starts making like <laughs> the, the, the like intense stuff. But he's like beatboxing it really crappily or whatever. And everyone's like, yeah. why are you here? <laughs> why, <laughs> why is this music? Go- why are you rapping like this? You know, you <laughs> but but uh, but yeah, anyway. Um, yeah. Let's uh, I don't know if there's anything else that you want to talk about with this Game of Thrones slash Star Wars slash voice chatting thing. But we have one more thing to talk about very quickly. No, I'm good. What's your what's your one thing? I have been playing video games again. What? I know. I know, man. It's, uh, you know, it's it's pretty intense. Um, I have been playing Overwatch, too, and with my friends. So it's more of a social game. But I've been playing Marvel Snap, dude.
1: Oh yeah, yeah The new
0: Ben Brode uh game and dude, I, I I'll say this guys, it's fun. I am pleasantly surprised with how much I actually like this game. Really. Yeah, it's uh it's just it's just a solid it's just a solid solid game. Um you know, the mobile format of it all is really really good. Um mm-hmm. I I've enjoyed the mobile format of it or whatever. So If you guys don't know, this is basically like a Hearthstone clone. It's on mobile. And um, yeah, it's just been super fun. So um, there's a couple of things about this game that I really really like about it so far. And uh, so if you guys don't know, the game is broken into uh, three lanes with three different, I guess you would call lands in each game. And these lands can be randomized. So of course, it's a it's a it's a it's a Marvel game. So or it's a card game. So there is, you know, some RNG, some RNG, of course, you know, um, and uh, your goal is to just have a higher number than your opponent at the end of the, the game. Now, it seems very simple, but there is a lot of uh, a lot of just strategy involved. But the reason why um, I've personally really liked the game is because it is very short. And so oh, yeah. the game is is six turns and you can only play, uh, you basically it's six turns. It's always six turns. There is a caveat. There is a land that is like, um, there is a land where it's like, um, you, this game goes to seven turns. That that's the, that's the only caveat, right? Um, but the game is six turns and I've timed some of my games. No joke. My average game is about three minutes. I like that. I yeah.
1: really like that.
0: Um th- I'm linking pixel to the board so I can like explain things better to him or whatever. Sorry audio listeners, we don't have video today. But yeah, there's basically three like lands in the middle. Those will change every week or or every week a new land will be added. Uh this season is Spider-Man themed, so there is a land called Daily Bugle, which basically when that land activates, um so basically your the leftmost land will always be on turn 1. Then the second one and third one will be revealed on turns two and three so mm-hmm. they can change up every single time and they'll have different like, uh, you know, different things that they can do. So it kind of changes, you know, different spices up the game sometimes. Sometimes the yeah. lands are like if you put a if you put a card here, um, all cards get plus five power. Uh, some of them are if you're winning this by or some of them are after turn four, you can no longer put any cards here. So, you know, it's like, oh, do I fight for the middle? And the way you win is you just need to win two out of three of these lands. So you can sacrifice the middle if you don't want to dump all your cards. there If you know you're going to lose, right? Um, And go to like a different land. Um, But yeah, so it's Spider-Man themed this month, which uh, seasons are once a month, which I don't really like, but it's like Hearthstone. And there's a the land that's showing up more is called the Daily Bugle. And that's basically, you know, when the Daily Bugle shows up, um, it's it activates and its activation is put a random card from your opponent's hand in your hand. So you basically get to see what they're playing, right? Hmm. Because there's on reveal cards and stuff like that. So the game is basically, you're just trying to get a bigger number than your opponent. As you can see uh, on the board, your mana is down below. You have six turns. And the reason why this game is so fast is you play cards at the exact same time. So basically on turn one, you play a card and then you hit end turn and then your opponent plays his card and they both flip at the same time and activations happen. Uh, And that's basically about it. So the thing I've really liked about the game is because it's so fast, there's been times where like I'll lose like two or three games in a row. Uh, I think the most I've actually lost is like five because I've been messing around with decks. But it's like, okay, that was 15 minutes, like 10 to 15 minutes of time. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel like Hearthstone or other card games where the average Hearthstone game is about 12 minutes. A fast Hearthstone game is about five minutes. Um, or like a Magic game where a fast game is about seven or eight minutes. Uh, in an average game is 15 minutes it I, i've been playing this game mostly on the treadmill for 30 minutes while i'm walking and i'm able to get you know sometimes 15 20 sometimes even 30 games uh in mm. so it's like if you win you feel really good but if you lose you're just like yeah i'll just go again right
1: mm-hmm. now yeah, think, so do you lose anything if you lose
0: yes so see that cube in the top
1: uh-huh
0: the big one, that cube is how many cubes you are going to lose. Now, here's an interesting thing about the game, and this is what makes it very fun, but also very, like, crazy. So the game has 100 levels, which reset every season. To go up one level, you need 10 cubes. Now, Mm. if you win a game, you win two cubes, but if you lose a game, you lose two cubes. So you're like, holy crap, that's a lot of grinding. So here's the Mm -hmm. kicker. At any time, you can click the cube, and it's called snapping, which is hence the reason why the game is called Marvel Snap. What that does is when you snap, you basically double the amount of cubes you earn if you win. So instead, when you snap, you can snap turn one. You can snap turn five. But if you snap, say, on turn three or earlier, you will win up to four cubes. If you snap after turn, uh, uh, after turn three, you are, are able to win three cubes. And your opponent can snap back. <laughs> huh. So you can win a maximum of eight cubes interesting at any given time so there's also kind of a poker element on this or kind of a bluffing mechanism where a lot of times i've been losing a board maybe i'm losing two spaces but i'm dominantly winning one space and it's like yeah. turn three and i'll snap right and my opponent will concede because they think i have something better than them and then i'll just win <laughs> so uh the other thing is too is the retreat button in the bottom left hand corner of the map you can actually retreat and lose less cubes. Mm. So this doesn't show it as well, but this is turn five and they've changed the UI a bit, but under the one cube, it would actually say next turn, um, win or lose two cubes. What you can actually do is if you know, you're going to lose, um, you can just retreat and lose less cubes. So, you know, this person obviously is going to lose on this board that I sent you. So, if they know they're going to lose, why stick it out the whole game? Just retreat. And if you concede in this game, you lose less cubes. So that's also another reason why people like, will retreat. So there's been games where I'll, I'll queue up, and by turn two, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to win unless I draw godly. I'm just going to retreat. So instead of losing two cubes, I only lose one, right? right. So it's actually, uh, you know, I actually really like that strategy of the game, too. And then, once again, because cards are so f- or games are so fast, you just queue again
1: yeah that's uh that's pretty interesting i can see like the the poker elements because like it looks like texas hold them because like you have the, mm-hmm. the three tiles like they're being flipped over gradually each turn right and you have like your bluffing mechanics and, and wagering um it's kind of yeah it's kind of interesting i i, mm-hmm. I admit i, I played it, like once i i didn't actually get enough time to like actually go through it go through the paces but like i can see <clears throat> like it's mm-hmm. really easy to get into. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't have to do any kind of like deck building or anything like that. Everybody had the same decks as I did. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was very straightforward coming from Hearthstone. I I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was a nice little game. Like it's it actually works for for mobile. Like it's it's very quick, easy to get into. Like the graphics are, you know, accessible uh, mm-hmm. it's Pretty cool. The only thing that I wish that mm-hmm. um, they change in this game is um theming and what Mm. i mean by this is you know how like in hearthstone um each card has like an ability that relates to the name of the card Mm, yeah like you know how like you know elven archer it's got like a little arrow that shoots out and it's like plus one you know damage Mm -hmm. or whatever it kind of feels like the abilities match like what the cards name or you know art is and here, I don't feel like that's the case. Like, it feels a little like disconnected. It just doesn't, it doesn't feel like, um, like, oh, why, why does Iron Man double the numbers? I don't know why. That doesn't make any sense.
0: Oh, okay. So you're saying like more of the abilities, not the animations? Because the animations are on point.
1: The animations are on point. The abilities yeah. don't make any sense according to the character. Right. The character, for sure. Like, it's is like, uh, why is this happening? Why is this person like doubling this number? Why does this person have a plus five? I don't know.
0: Yeah, some cards are like themed a little better. Like for example, in this battle pass, uh which we'll get into monetization in a sec, like there's Carnage and Carnage basically consumes um the other cards in the in the tile and gives gives Carnage plus 2 plus 2. Like that makes sense, you know what I mean? Sure. But then like other cards like Lizard doesn't make sense. It's like if you have 3 or if your opponent doesn't if your opponent um has three or less cards in this space give this card like plus three because it's like a one two and it's like why does it get buffed that doesn't make like i don't know if there's war for the lizard like that but like i don't think so you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's like that i will agree that's kind of weird
1: right right so like some of them work some of them are a little like "Uh, why yeah Um, like the hulk works because he's a big massive like six mana nine power whatever drop and like he he's he works like he's cool um yeah but yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a miss for me, but like all everything else is great.
0: Yeah, there's a land called Gamma Labs. And after turn three, all cards here turn into the Hulk. And so I just flooded the board with like one ones and yeah. then it just like converted and I just had like a th- giant board. <laughs> that is hilarious. It was pretty funny. There's another card. There's another one that's very, very, very rare, but it's called Ego and it's the game plays a card for you. <laughs> and so it's like you can't play anything it chooses what card it plays it doesn't have to be like dictated by your mana and it chooses where it puts it and so we just like I, I got it two times and every time we both just snapped we're just like YOLO we're leaving it up to our pride you know what I mean like good yeah. luck it was pretty funny Um, funny. the one thing I will say about this game and this is always something that we have to kind of talk about too is monetization right mm-hmm. because monetization is um something that you know, everyone's just like, how how do you you know how is it? Now I will say this the monetization for this game is pretty good, in my opinion. So um the mon- so we have to kind of talk about this as well, but um the matchmaking system in this game is very interesting. There's a thing basically called your collection level, and this basically goes from zero to an infinite number. Some people I've seen at like three K, some mm-hmm. people I've seen at like twenty. Um, I'm currently at as of right now collection level 394 and so what does that exactly mean so basically depending on what your collection level is depends on how it basically is where you're going to get match made in uh, how your MMR works or who you're going to get matched with and I think this is really really smart so Pool 1 is collection level 1 to 214. Pool 2 is collection level 222 to 474, and then pool 3 is collection level 486 and beyond for now. So basically, at collection level 1 to 214, you only have access um to about 70 cards. Mm. Um so basically, once you get to lo- once you get to coll- once you get to level 214 in your collection level, or sorry, it's 46 cards. So once you get to collection level 214, you will have all 46 cards. And if you wanted to, and I've, I want to try this out, like maybe next season or when I get to pool two, just to test this out. In theory, people are saying you could st- like, people have done this before, but you can actually stay at 214, never, uh, never get any more cards and just like face only people and pull one. Cause you have every single card unlocked, uh-huh. right? So you are able to just kind of like stay there, chill and play what, you know, you'll know every single card that's there and just play against everyone. And you have all the cards there. You know what I mean? Um, Pull two has 25 cards. And as of right now, pull three has 74 cards. So once you hit pull three, basically it's like you need to, you're basically just playing against everyone who has like full, full decks or full cards, you know? Um, So, it's it's pretty interesting, but the way you level up your collection level is by uh, cosmetically leveling up your the cards that you have already, which they can get shiny borders or golden cards like in Hearthstone or become animated, et cetera, et cetera. Once the card gets leveled up to max level, it actually spits out another one. So it's like your card prestiges, but you have two copies of it, right? Mm-hmm. And it has like a rainbow border around it. and It looks pretty cool. Um, so the pay to win aspect is basically... If there are things called variants, so you can buy card art that looks completely different. Like I bought some pixel art cards, for example, and those cards have different levels to them. So in theory, you could buy out all the variants and then start leveling them up or whatever. But here's the catch. You're limited to six variant random variants from your collection um, a day, as well as fast upgrading is limited to nine cards a day which rotate out and credits that you can purchase are limited to every 24 hours. Mm. Um, and they're capped at about a thousand. So you, um, someone did the math on this and it was like, if you wanted to get a full collection, um, by paying, you could pay. And it would take about, I don't know that like some people are debating it, but let's say I'm just gonna throw arbitrary numbers, but it would take about, let's say three months or something. Right. But if you were to just free to play and just play the game and you were to play on average, like an hour or two a day, you would get a full collection in about four months. And oh. in my opinion, it doesn't really matter because of the pool level, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in pool one, it's like think of it like Hearthstone, where if, say, your MMR was tied or your matchmaking was tied to how many, uh, how completed percentage wise, how much of your collection was completed. So, great. Someone is, someone is, someone has a pay to win deck in front of me in Marvel Snap. But they're, let's say I know they're collection level 100. I'm collection 50, so they have access to, what, three more cards? doesn't mm-hmm. really matter. You know what I mean? That's what I really like about the game and um, I think has made it pretty fair. And obviously, once you accelerate from pool one, pool two has been a lot more fun because there's a lot more... There's, like, discard cards and there's, like, movement cards and there's, like... A, the game sure. slowly creeps in, like, more cards for you. Um, so there's no way to just outright buy packs or or buy cards there are no loot boxes in this game apparently during beta they had loot boxes but the community was like no we don't want loot boxes that they actually got rid of them Mm -hmm. entirely and they're never bringing them back so there is no way to actually physically just buy up cards straight up which kind of sucks kind of doesn't because the rng aspect is is that say your collection level 19 you're going to unlock a different card than someone else who's also collection level 19. So there is some RNG on which card you get, but eventually if you do hit, you know, the top of pool one at 214, you will have all the cards. It's just what order those cards are given to you is RNG.
1: That's totally fine. I yeah. So like, that's, that's a really important thing with uh, any kind of like collectible card game is that can it be paid to win? Can you just like dump a bunch of cash and just have right. a bunch of, Cards to like beat everybody at a similar ranking or em right. Um, uh, 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 uh I'm just I'm blanking on the uh, mmr, um, the term like right, your, your your mmr rating. Um, so it's it's nice to hear that like it just puts you in the same pool as other people who have like the same level of card uh values, mm-hmm. which I think that's a pretty cool idea. That's um because you know certain cards have probably higher value and it makes sense if you're just you know if you have a collection that is completely full of like these amazing cards you're going to need someone with a comparable value to actually have a decent chance or a decent fight right um so i i actually really like that and it makes me wonder why like other card games don't have that sort of uh system Mm.
0: Yeah. And you know, the thing that kind of I've noticed from the game is it's made is because I can't just unlock all the cards super fast. It's made me actually be a little bit more excited, I guess, when I do unlock a new card, right? Because I'm -hmm. maybe unlocking a new card, maybe once every 20 matches or something, 10 to 20 matches now. And it's like, Oh, I got a new card. Oh, what is this card? Oh, I've never seen this card. This is really cool. Let me try this or that. Like, it's mm-hmm. very interesting because, like, I'm not just opening a bunch of packs and then just, like, going to net deck something, which I probably will eventually, right? Once, like, I get into, like, the last pool or whatever. Sure. But for now, it's like, oh, you know, cool. This is this is awesome. Like, I'm able to, like, see a new card. It's like, this is kind of exciting. I have a new card. I don't know if it's good or not. And just be able to play it instead of just, like, I'm just opening a bunch of packs and I'm not going to use, like, t- 30 of these cards because... Screw them. I don't want it. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, So that's actually been really cool. Now, I will say that there is it's debatable. It really is debatable, in my opinion. And I'm not just saying this because I like the game, but I do have to kind of mention this. It is debatable on if there is kind of a pay to win element with the battle pass. Mm. So that that this is something where I personally don't like. The current battle pass because it kind of it i i go back and forth with this because you have to make money right a game has to make money sure but i wish that um there was ways that i, I see i'm not smart enough so it's like one of those things like i don't even know what they would have replace this with but um when you first start the game you get this thing called the recruitment battle pass and you have to complete all 20 levels before you get to the normal Battle Pass. Now, the normal Battle Pass is just like any other Battle Pass uh, you would think is. It's basically, um, you can purchase the Battle Pass for $10, or you can get a better version of the Battle Pass that is $15. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, in this, battle, in this Battle Pass, there's obviously a free track and a paid track. Now, this is kind of where the pay-to-win might come in might come depending on balancing in the premium battle pass the 10 or 15 dollar one there are basically and i'm counting right now so let me see one two
1: still scrolling still scrolling uh three four four cards
0: in the premium battle pass that can only be obtained which which will be obtained faster, I should say. One of them is instantly unlocked at level one through the premium battle pass. Now, you can get these four cards from doing free-to-play, right? Which is is viable. But all the cards will be in pool three. Does that make sense? (laughs) Kind of. So, basically, if you pay for the premium battle pass... You will be able to unlock four cards like pretty quickly. Like, I was, I paid for the premium battle pass, I'll admit, $10. bucks. i have been playing for maybe three hours. I've gotten all four cards, right? So mm. now I have four cards from pool three. I'm currently in pool two, right? So that sure. might be OPOP. But if you don't pay for the battle pass pixel, you basically will not get these cards until you hit pool three, which is 486, which you're mm. probably like level 10. So it's gonna take a while to get to 46. But then okay. remember what we just mentioned you get a card randomly even after pool three, you get a card randomly. So you're Mm -hmm. not guaranteed to get these cards instantly. Once you hit pool three, you have to just randomly get them. And Mm -hmm. so this could be up for debate of like, okay, so I'm paying 10 bucks a month. I get these, I I say a month and I'll explain that in a sec. And I get these four cards, bada bing, bada boom. I just got four new cards to my collection that I can mess around with. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That could be kind of seen as pay to win. I don't really see it as that. It's also, how are they going to make a battle pass enticing is the problem, right? Like, well, we give you more credits. We give you more in-game currency. We give you, like, cosmetics. Like, there's an icon, um, you know, a card back. Like, who cares? You know what I mean? That's the problem Mm -hmm. with it, you know? Sure. Um, The one thing, and once again, I'll say this, that I do not like about this game. This is probably the biggest flaw uh, is a couple things, to be honest. But one of the biggest ones is the battle pass itself because it's tied to Seasons, Now, the problem is, is that a season in Marvel Snap is the same time frame as a season in um, Hearthstone, right? One calendar month. And this I don't really like, you know? Um, I thought that this was interesting because Hearthstone now has a battle pass, but the battle pass lasts the whole expansion. Whereas with this game, it lasts every season. So essentially... You're paying ten to fifteen dollars, literally a month, for this game if you were to buy the battle pass every single season, Ew. and then every single season there's three or four cards. You get know what I'm saying, um, and the only way to get those cards is to have a collect collection level of 46 or higher if you were to do free to play. That's my only. That's my biggest gripe with this game is that, like, I bought the battle pass for this season because I've been enjoying the game or whatever. But what's gonna happen come November first, right? my battle pass is gone and i now need to buy another one for 10 bucks or 15 bucks if i want to fast track it Ugh, i don't know
1: about yeah. that yeah that
0: that's that's my one big gripe about this game is is that my second gripe with this game is the ranking system i just don't it might be because they don't care they don't want people to have rank anxiety i just don't really, really feel like i'm ranking Caring about my rank, and maybe that's a good thing, but as mm-hmm. a competitive person, I kind of want to care a bit more about it. So, we mentioned earlier that it's like for every there's a hundred levels in said game, or whatever you start at level one, and then you go up by you go up basically a hundred levels. You cannot drop below rank 10, which is considered uh, iron, and you cannot drop below rank 100. Every 10 levels, you get some special things. So, for example, at 40, you get a profile picture, 50, you get credits. 50, uh, sixty, you get credits. Seventy, you get a cosmetic. Eighty, you get credits. Nine ninety, you get gold, which is like the paid the paid currency. And then um, one hundred, you get a card back. Uh-huh. I just don't really care about the ranking system, right? I'm silver thirty three. I don't really care, right? Like. I, I, I it, it it just it's just it's more of like i want it so i want to hit gold this season which we have a week left and the only reason why i want to hit gold this season is because i want this spider-man avatar that's it <laughs> you know what i mean like it doesn't feel like oh i'm diamond whatever i'm whatever you know what i mean i don't really care about the ranking system it feels very mobile you know what i mean and sure. it sucks because spider-man is like one of my favorite heroes and the infinite card the card back for this month is like um is at level 100 which is like a symbiote uh card back and i'm not gonna get it right there's no way i've Mm -hmm. I've been playing the game for like a week or two kind of sucks but those are my two main gripes i don't know what you think about the battle pass feature
1: but it's like i don't know how they're gonna monetize this game otherwise right 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 i mean if if a person can avoid that i mean that's great i think it sounds like the the experience for a free-to-play player is fine like you could totally play this game and just like you know get get a few rewards and not worry about all this other stuff Mm -hmm. so i think i mean as long as it's not completely intrusive or anything like that i think the monetization is fine because it doesn't seem like it's really in your face right no I, I, i i i agree i agree um but yeah you you
0: think you're gonna play it more you think you're gonna try it out or
1: I mean, I'll keep trying and I think I don't know if I'll really get into it. I, I I I don't know if I ever told you, but like hearthstone gave me like all sorts of anxiety. Mm. So like all, all the card games and stuff like that. I don't know if like I'll ever get into them. Mm. Um, I don't play a lot of multiplayer games. hmm. So Dude, this is a multiplayer. Like, yeah, it, it, even it's so like you barely get any kind of interaction with another person, but like, right. Even still, I'm just like I don't really get any kind of like high or enjoyment from multiplayer games anymore. Mm. It's just I don't know. That's just me. Like I'm I'm just more of a single player uh, person now. Yeah, that's
0: fine. I've been playing a brotato. Brotato. Yeah, it's bro-tato? like a yeah brotato. What is that? It's, I've, I've it. it's like va- it. it's like uh, Vampire Survivors. I've also been playing a single player game called Dome Keeper. It's pretty fun. Dome Keeper is pretty fun. It's like a roguelike game with like mining. I don't know that. It, it reminds me of uh, look into it. It's pretty good. It's like kind of expensive. That's like twenty bucks or something, but uh, or seventeen bucks. But it's pretty fun. It's mm-hmm. like a roguelike. Kind of reminds you of Dig Dug, but basically like you're excavating a site or whatever and trying to find like a relic or whatever. Yeah. And then you obviously can like you know as you're mining, you get like gems and you can upgrade your units back up like your glass dome. But every night, like monsters come to attack you. So then you have to like defend your uh base with like a, a interactive like mini game of like swinging mm. this like giant sword that's on your dome and stuff like that it's pretty nice cool. um cool. it's like pixel arted too but i would i would recommend that as a single player game i don't know heard good things
1: well okay so was the name of the game no the name dome game again? keeper Dome keeper okay yeah check it out
0: here i'll uh that's the link
1: nice okay yeah.
0: but uh but yeah anyway I think that's going to wrap it up for us. Um, not much going on. I mean, we had some random articles, random rants. So, yeah, um, we'll just call it at that, man. And uh, we'll we'll have some I'll have some stories to tell next week.
1: <laughs> Sounds good. I can't wait for. for sure.
0: it. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, guys, that's going to wrap it up for us. If you've made it this far in the podcast, thank you so much. I got a meeting tomorrow, so I'm pissed. Um, so or I'm going to go to bed. I know I'm going to. I'm probably going to play overwatch. I'll be honest with you. Huh. Um, but, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for hanging out. Thank you guys so much for chilling. Uh, like I once again said, please rate the podcast. If you haven't already, uh, five stars, please go check out the music as well. And, uh, if you want to donate to some, some good causes, go check out the music stream as well. Anything you want to shout out pixel before I let you go?
1: I don't have any shout outs, but <laughs> see you next week.
0: All right. And <laughs> until next week, guys, take it easy. Peace
1: later.